Welcome back for another episode. Welcome back. Welcome back. <laughs> We're back. I need to stop. I need to stop. Okay. All right. So, oh, first things first. We are so happy that so many of you gave us yeah, yes. feedback on our last episode. Loving yeah. the paragraphs. Good, <laughs> bad, whatever. We want it all. Mm. We want all your opinions. Yeah, yeah. So keep it coming. Yes. yes. All right. So today, what are we talking about, guys? Ooh, it's a juicy one. Which is? Christian parenting <laughs> and where it goes wrong. We all grew up in Christian households. Yes. I'm not going to speak for all of us. Mm. In actual fact, that's where we all first met. In church. In yeah, church. In church. Yeah. No, actually, no, we didn't, you know. We met in school Ooh. first. No, we didn't. Yes, no, it was. Because I joined... Because I started going school. to the school first. Did you? Yeah. School, and then we started going to all church. All of this time, I thought you went to the no. church first. No, no, no. Oh, okay. Well, same difference, kind <laughs> yeah, of, I guess. Yeah, it was, it was, a, it was a like Christian a couple school. months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So we met in a Christian school and then a few months after. Church. Church. Yeah. We became right. best friends. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. So you guys, you guys start with your brief familial history. Okay then. So parents are Christian, um, as is mostly the case with most people who are Christian. We went to church. You kind of grew up with religion. Then we became Christian. Well, I, I guess I was, reli- can you be religious at a young age? What you were taught about religion and I made an actual choice to become a Christian around the age of like 15. Yeah, 15. yeah. Oh, no, I... No. Well, it's different. I made a choice when I was like 10. Okay. Cool. 10, yeah. I go earlier, but then I feel like how how much is it of you? I don't know sometimes. No, no, no. I remember. I actually specifically remember the day. Okay, so then I would probably change and say 12. Okay. And then I stopped. Why are you changing? No, because I wanted to we'll go into this deeper into the conversation, but how much of it is just a... A socialization yeah. of like just taking what your parents yeah. are telling you and yeah. like a, a literal choice. Yeah. At the time when I was 12 or 13, I thought like this is what I believe, but then how much of it is you? Yeah. And then I would say again, I, I you could say recommitted or became like Christian mm. when I was like 15, 16. Yes. Okay. So yeah. For me, my brief familial history is that my parents pastors. Pastors kid. <laughs> Yeah, so my parents were pastors. I feel like I was a lot more into Christianity when I was younger. But yeah, I'll explain later on a bit more. But um, I feel like now, I mean, I hold Christian views and I know... Being a Christian is definitely what I am going to do. And that's how I'm going to bring up my children. (laughs) But right now, I'm kind of... You don't identify as a Christian, basically. Right now. Not right now. Well, to other people you do, but you know that you're not... Yeah, exactly. You're not actually... Yeah, Yeah. so I guess it's also from the viewpoint of like the church you grew up. Mm -hmm. Like I wouldn't call myself like a proper Christian. Mm -hmm. But I do hold Christian views and I do believe in God. But right now... Yeah. On forms and stuff, I put myself down as Christian. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> but yeah, it's just not like something I'm super passionate about right now. Okay. Right, right. So yeah, what's your relationship with religion? Um, it's literally changed as I'm growing up. I feel when I was younger, I would uh, religion was definitely something that was very important for me. Mm. Um, and then I, during during the age, I think. What people tend to find is what they think is that a lot of people growing up in Christian households, like they don't think for themselves or they don't question, Mm. um, which I never think is the case. I think we're constantly questioning just religion on a whole. We have to be. We have to be, I think. But I think religion on a whole, I've become more weary of it as I've become older. Yet at the same time, I find it's more grounding. So there's always like this tug of war. Tug of war. 
where religion is concerned. Mm. But yeah. What about you, Yari? Religion and the whole Christianity. It's then. a weird one because it's there's this common phrase that we say in Christianity, like Christianity isn't a religion, it's a relationship. relationship. Yeah. <laughs> but in the way it is a religion because the Bible refers to it as a religion. Okay. There's been phases where I found disenchanted with religion or people's ideas of religion. Okay. Generally, I think I have a healthy view of religion. I understand why some people can view it as destructive. And I know where there's been moments in my life where I've really disliked aspects of religion, not necessarily the Christian religion, but just really? religion in whole. No, the purest form of Christianity. Okay. But the religion as a whole... Yes, and the way sometimes it's utilized or projected, I've mm. had issues with it. And there's been, like you said, a weird tension between my belief and your feelings. And my feelings, yeah. Yeah. Mm. I would agree with what Ariella said. I, f- I think, yeah, some aspects of religion I do have an issue with. Mm. For like sometimes religion can be pushed onto people mm. in like a, quite an aggressive way. Mm. And. With me, it's like, I know that I eventually want to go back to being like a proper Christian and I want to raise my kids in that. But Mm. there's definitely some things I will do differently to what my parents did. So it's just, yeah, I guess it's just finding a nice balance really Mm. within everything. So society's view on religious families, do you think they have valid ideas? So in this country, Mm. I feel like religion is definitely taking a backseat. It's weird because it's like it this is, country is like built on a Christian foundation. foundation. Yeah. And then now I feel like we've kind of just chucked it out of the window. I feel in a way we kind of have contempt for Christianity. Yeah, it's and so like weird. there's this undercurrent probably, of like right? this it, probably because yeah. it's so interlinked with the establishment and because well, historically, historically, it's interlinked, it's interlinked yeah. with like establishment, mm. and because establishment we see as corruptible and, and oppressive, oppressive, because it was so intrinsically linked, you can't. It's hard for people to separate, to separate the two, yeah. and so we have what the actual religion is and what it, it yeah. was projected as yeah. or seen. And as. I feel like a lot of people would be uncomfortable with the very statement that we've undermined religion because a lot of people feel like it's, it's still very much at the forefront. Yeah. Even this whole idea of separation of church and state, mm. we don't have an explicit separation. We have the Church of England, mm. which is very much a part of British establishment. Mm. And so people would argue, what are you talking about? Christianity is very much entrenched in society. Mm. However, in saying that, there's a paradox at play because with its entrenchment in society, mm. I don't know if it has the same political weight. Yes. And hasn't gained the same respect either. Yeah. So I would always argue with my dad, like probably separation between church and state is good because then you probably have more explicitly christian people rather than people who are trying to assimilate into secular british society okay, okay I, d- yeah. I don't know if that makes sense but yeah. yeah because then there's a confusion because then you you've actually conflated religion with establishment yeah. rather than it's just religion yeah and there's establishment, establishment. Yeah. yeah but i also feel like when people think of christianity there's two extremes they either think of like a church of england mass or they think of like a super American black church. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Happy. No in between. People them. convulsing on the floor. That's my pool there, <laughs> yeah. and you want to invite people to church. Yeah, we're a black church. Oh my <laughs> gosh, do they do the gospel it's music? Like, yeah, yeah. Are people yeah. running around the church. <laughs> Literally, I get those questions all, all the time. The time. <laughs> so I think oh, as well, man. like it's hard for people to imagine church in between those two yes. things. Mm, mm. So for them, it's like either like, it's like gymnastics yeah. or it's just. Yeah. Fall asleep in church. Mm. There we go. Thing. Yeah. So, but do you think they have valid ideas though? So, what do you feel like some of the ideas that society has in religion? 
Or Christianity more specifically. I think Christianity, I just don't people think rate it that much anymore. I don't know if people say it's oppressive, but sometimes I wonder, do you guys really say it's oppressive or do you just want to say it's oppressive? I think it depends also the demographic. Do you meet Christians who are oppressed? I know it sounds like a silly question, but like when people say it's oppressive, have have they ever spoken to a Christian and a Christian's being like, yeah, I felt oppressed in this type of way? Actually, no, actually, I take that back. There are Christians who felt like that. Yeah, Even of course, up. but I yeah, feel yeah, like yeah. as a Christian talking to another Christian, you mm. would say that to someone. Yes. But as like a Christian talking to a non-Christian, you wouldn't be like, I feel oppressed. I think we could break it down further in terms of um, some churches are, are oppressive outside of religion, just mm. the the rules they put in place that mm. are outside of the Bible, outside of mm. um, like the, theology. Mm. They are oppressive on a whole. Mm. And I also find that if you speak to certain demographics what their, their views on Christianity might be different. So you get, you're getting a new like emergence of like black conscious people yeah. where Christianity for them is it's just, just the devil yes, because it's, yeah. it's, they see it as like the white man religion, which mm. is not true because mm. we know it came from. Mm. Um, but wait, wait, where did it come from? For well, anyone the, the Middle East ultimately. Okay. Yeah. Do you want to explain that a little well, bit more? Because not everyone knows the history. Do you know what I mean? Well, it's a Jewish. It, well, the roots. It's the roots. roots the roots are founded in Judaism. It's mm. an Abrahamic religion. Yes. Um. Some people say though, its evolution has become European though. Yeah. But that's not unique to Christianity. There's like a lot of, and that's what I think frustrates me. There's a lot of religions who, which have become oppressive because human beings are open to corruption. Mm. We're fallible. And we're fallible, and we want control, and we there are there. We will use whatever means. Yes, possible. exactly. And if, and if there's like a, a concept or an idea that everyone loves and everyone's or everyone feels an affinity towards then they will use it as a means to draw people in and a way to press mm. okay but i think we're moving slightly from the point guys i um, was saying in terms of how does people how do people view religion so i was saying society's views it depends what demographic you have mm. an emergent black mm. conscious group who sometimes view that it is mm. repressive and you have another group they're often like progressive and liberal who mm. just say that it's nonsense that they call it the sky fairy if you want to call it that um <laughs> that there is no proof that there is a god and oftentimes they see like religion as this kind of a crutch uh, or something that's used as an oppressive tool mm. and has no place in modern society yeah. however view on religious families I think it depends what country. In Britain, I don't really know. In America, even my view of religious families in America is kind of like crazy Southern families who are like Bible bashers, who will vote Trump, da 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 da. Mm. Over here, religious families, I don't know because the con- like you don't really see religious families anymore. Okay, yeah, you see yeah. religious parents, but you don't necessarily see children religious children. More yeah. nominal. Um, everyone's a lot more nominal. So. Mm. So I don't know much about society's views on religious families, but yes. religion, um, like their view on religion, I don't know if it has a positive rep. It doesn't. Christi- in Christianity anyway, mm. in British society. What do you think people's views have been of our religious families, though? Like, have you got family members or people who have made assumption about your religious upbringing? And- yes, but I feel like most of the assumptions were correct so mm. i'd always get like people making assumptions that my parents were strict which they were mm. you know aside from that I, I don't really i can't really think of any major opinions that they had i would just always get like your parents must be strict which... do you feel frustrated with it though we're gonna go Not further really. on in the conversation oh. that but definitely comes up because because obviously it was true mm. so i didn't really feel any type of way when they said it do you feel like religion has been a barrier between you and a wider society that's a good one yes and no how so i i think it depends on different times in my life Mm. i think sometimes 
you can feel too radical in your approach mm-hmm. to things, mm-hmm. especially like conservative values that you may have. You mm-hmm. may feel as if it's somewhat of a barrier. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's people's ideas of you that yes. become a barrier. So they make assumptions of you mm-hmm. or your beliefs. But you've already had a conversation. They've um, already painted you as this type of they've individual. They've already painted yeah. you as a type of individual. So mm-hmm. there is no way for... and so Anything some, you say is going to be an attack on, uh, be an attack, or going to be coming from a place of judgment. Exactly. So do you yes. think that people take what you say in a different way because they know you're a Christian? I went for a phase, I remember, when I was being very apologetic for my Christian faith just so people be like no no she's a good one she's not like the judgy one she's open-minded but and then you can go to the extreme and like well stuff this I have these views and you can come up with really aggressive and really um confrontational so it's weird having to find the balance between the two um I remember because we grew up I think all of us grew up in quite sheltered to an extent well actually no I, I, we grew up in Chris we went to a Christian school and then went to our secondary, well, it was one school, so from primary to secondary Christian, and then it was college. And I remember for me, even though uh, my parents spoke to me about a lot of things, it wasn't just always Christian, we always had open dialogue and we had conversations about everything. Even when I went to college, it was still a bit of a shock to my system just because I was exposed to a lot more. Right. And then, so the music that people, not that, because we weren't really allowed to listen to secular that much when we were younger. That was when, how old were we though? You kind of stopped listening to that around the age of like 12 or 13 though. Yeah. And what do you mean? So, I mean, I so don't... we didn't until like 12 or 13, we got, <laughs> we had MP3. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And we listened to all secular and then after that. And I if anyone's saying secular music, it's just music. Yeah, like, music. Yeah, I know. Just music. Just, just not music. non-Christian music. Yeah, non-Christian. <laughs> <laughs> and then I made a decision that I just didn't want to because I, I didn't want to what? listen to music that wasn't Christian that much just because of the lyrical content and stuff like that. And then how went for a phase. How old you when you made that decision? Just when I was going into college okay. again. And that was weird because I remember struggling to connect to an extent. And maybe it was more in my head because my lifestyle or the way my views were so different to other people. So even down to like music and knowing what was like current in the music scene was like an issue for me also almost. Like it was a weird like type of thing where I knew the artists like I knew some of their songs, but because I'd like stopped for like a number of years, it'd be like, oh, you don't, you don't know who this person is. I was like, yeah, I know who this person is, but I don't listen to them. And they'd be like, where have you been all these years? And it, so you're, and it was like constantly trying to fight to find a way to connect. maybe connect. Um, but whose fault do you think that is? And it's no one's, I suppose to an extent, I wouldn't even blame parents for that because that was a decision I came to. Maybe it's just, you know, not really having like common interests with someone that you struggle to connect with them. I guess it's just Yeah, but then on top of that, your Christianity. And I suppose because I was quite, uh, what you call like a Christian who actually believes the Bible almost. If you met other people and who are maybe Christians, a bit bit more nominal or grew up Christians, they'll be like, Oh, so you're that type of Christian. <laughs> so, like, there's Christians who, like, grew up... There's liberal Christians. There's liberal Christians, and there's Christians who are Christian by name because their parents are Christian or because they may attend church um, on a Sunday. On, on, no, not even a Sunday, on, like, Christmas or oh, okay. Easter yeah. or, like... It's like special occasions. Yeah, or they're Catholic. It's like, it's, it's, ident- it's like a part of their British identity, mm. whether it's somebody who's like, no, I've become a Christian. You're, you're actively, actually, yeah, seeking God. You're okay, actively okay. seeking relationships. Right. And so that sometimes was hard to connect. Um, and then after you just kind of power out and you're like, you just become more comfortable with yourself. Right. And then sometimes you realize, oh, I don't actually have to think this way or have to be so rigid in this. And you're saying that, but I remember looking at, there was an article by a girl. She grew up in a Christian household. Mm. She's very much into Christianity. Mm-hmm. Didn't listen to secular music. 
I love sharing her faith. Mm. And she started researching more about religion mm. and just wider thinking. And she just, she stopped believing, basically. Yeah. Mm. But she said at the same time though she had a really, because I think she lived a very sheltered life. Like yeah. she didn't discuss sex with her parents. She doesn't discuss relationship. There's all there's always shame around those subjects, okay. which I think is often a major thing in a lot of Christian homes. Yeah. Mm. Not specifically mine, but I know a lot of girls, like there's a lot of shame around mm. stuff about sex and relationships and body image mm. and mental health and all these things. Mm -hmm. So when she left it, she felt very much lost mm. and angry because she didn't know who she was mm. that she didn't know how to pursue friendships or relationships yeah. she didn't know even like areas and like ideas around sex and mm. and her and sexual health and things like that mm. she didn't know what to do wow and so she she was so angry because she felt limited mm. and everything she did she felt wrong and dirty for it yeah. and so i think when you're saying when you went to college and you didn't have I was like probably like the first month, couple of months. Yeah. It was more like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it almost felt like a shock to your system. Yeah. It wasn't, she's not saying it was in those terms because I feel like we need to make a distinction because there are a lot of, there are children who grew up in Christian homes. Yes, it wasn't. Who those. literally cannot relate or talk to other people yes, yes, because yes. everything has become sheltered and mm. they haven't even learned how to operate in the real world. Mm. And so we're talking from our experiences and not in terms of that. But I think I just want to be conscious because I know there are people who do come from those type of backgrounds mm. and it's not just simple things like, oh, I, I didn't want to listen to that type of music. Mm. It's because you couldn't. You couldn't. <laughs> yeah. But mm. I feel like when people think of someone who's grown up in Christian that's family, what that's what they think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't think of like people making an active choice yeah. not to do specific things. They just think of, oh, your parents said you can't do this, so you're yeah. not doing it. But yeah. some people would say you were still brainwashed anyway. Get frustrated with that because I think everyone, it gets brainwashed by something. Okay. Um, I think it's something, is... some things are harder to escape. But I think some everyone is being convinced by something even subconsciously. Mm. Right. And I think for those who are self-aware and who are constantly allowed to question, I think it's harder to be brainwashed. Even though you may have a faith and be brought up a certain way, if you're being allowed to question even your own beliefs and explore, I think there's a type of, there's a self-awareness you, you then are able to have. Mm -hmm. And then you work from there. Okay. But a lot of people would argue and say that if you've been brought up in a Christian family mm. from your young, then you aren't self-aware. You think you can think you're self-aware, but you're actually not. I think people underestimate how questioning some young Christian people mm. are. Yeah. I think it also depends on your family as well. If you're constantly having a discussion with your parents and you genuinely are an inquisitive person, mm. it's very hard to escape things now there's social media there's television yeah. people are constantly questioning you about why you believe certain things people are constantly questioning the, 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 the faith in itself right and so, yeah. and so when you get to college I think that's an age where you're learning anyway yeah, you want to so. know about the world mm. it's much easier for you not to be religious in some respects than mm. to be religious, religious yeah, yeah and I think you have that's the reason why I think those who are claiming to be religious, not spiritual, but religious, it's declining now. Yeah, it's declining. Yeah. I know that I went through a time where I started to doubt everything yeah, in terms yeah. of what I believed. Mm. And I didn't tell anyone, but it was still on my mind. Like mm. I, I doubted whether this was actually all real or if I'm in type of... God something. or... I think I went through a time of questioning God, but not mm. some Christianity. Was, mm. it, was Is it just a matrix? Yes. Am I just brainwashed? Yeah, yeah. And sometimes even to this day, you yeah. might go through moments fleeting yeah. moments of doubt mm. but sometimes I feel as though Christianity to me is like something that has been marked on my heart mm. that I cannot shake mm. um, and it's just because of experience I've had but I think you underestimate a lot of 
people from religious homes if you think they, they're not thinking or questioning mm. or searching because yeah. I know a lot of people who do and a lot of people leave yeah. because yeah. of those reasons and some people stay because they, they work their way back again mm. um, so sometimes yes I did and sometimes I didn't at uni sometimes I did in terms of people hang out with places I went to conversations I had mm. and sometimes I felt that limiting frustrating and I felt is it worth it this Christianity thing I don't know and it depends on the moments in my life yes. where I felt there was a barrier what about people. you Liz definitely at first when I first went to college because so I went to the Christian school we went to I started there when I was three and left there at 16 then went to <laughs> Duff Miller which is like a private sixth form so firstly there was a barrier between me and them on the level of like socioeconomic yeah socioeconomics mm. because I was not in there in that range <laughs> that at all like at all <laughs> then there was the the shock it was yeah it was like a massive shock to my system me going from this like Christian school that I'd been in for 13 years mm. to this college where like 16 year olds are like going out partying and drinking mm. and taking drugs and i was no like way. i was literally sitting with <laughs> what like is a this bunch of girls year olds? a bunch of girls and one lunchtime and they were talking about how they like go out and they get drunk and this that and the other and i just remember sitting it there like thinking like people my age actually do this type of thing <laughs> like i was legit so confused but that's not every person the age though I think it's starting to do with your demographic yeah, as well. No, yeah, the, definitely. The demographic not, like the, yeah, definitely as well. Because at that time, like I didn't really used to swear. Mm. So hearing people use a swear word in like every sentence, that was super <laughs> what weird <is> to me. <laughs> and like just the things they were talking about, like their sex lives. I was like, why are 16 year olds having sex? <laughs> <laughs> it was mad. It was so mad for me at first. And then obviously I got more used to it through like college and uni and... So now I feel like there's less of a separation. Because- I have a question though. Did you feel angry that you didn't know these things? Or did you feel as a, a little, you had been short, almost like a shorthand? Um, I definitely wasn't angry, mm. but I, do, I did feel a little bit shortchanged. Shorthand, yeah, shortchanged, sorry. Shorthand. Shorthanded. Shorthanded. Shorthanged, yeah. Especially in the college I went to, like, there was such a massive difference between me and them. And Mm. I felt at first, like, I couldn't really relate to them. Mm. And I was definitely, like, being someone, pretending to be someone I was not. Mm. What would you have liked to happen? Like, what would you have liked to have happened? There we go. Um, Before college? Yeah, like, do you think there's any way that could have... Because you said you didn't feel like you were being yourself. You know what? I honestly think it was just that point in my life because Mm. now it's different. It's weird because it's like anything I would ask my mom, she would tell me. Mm. But I feel like it was always from like a biblical point of view. Like even Mm. now we're having a conversation (laughs) and she finds any way to throw scriptures. I love your mom for it. (laughs) I can't even lie. (laughs) Literally. Like when I was younger, that was really frustrating for me because sometimes I just wanted to have a conversation Mm. without being Bible bashed, I say mm-hmm, in air quotations, because mm-hmm. that's how it felt like at the time. Mm. Like, like instead of you, instead of having theology, you wanted to know like, but what would what do you feel yeah, towards exactly, this rather yeah, than like exactly. what are your that's exactly it. Your beliefs. feelings, yeah. But I feel like because my parents there, they've been Christians. Well, my mom was Christian since she was like twelve. My dad was a bit older, mm. so it's like properly intertwined in who they are. Mm. So I feel like sometimes it's even hard for them to separate their actual feelings from like okay. scriptures yeah, and stuff. Yeah, yeah. The theology that governs their yeah, life. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So 
in that aspect, I would have liked it to change. But I don't know. I just felt like really underprepared for college. Okay, yeah. Did you feel underprepared for college? I don't know whether I felt underprepared. I, maybe that's everyone who goes to I college. Think it is it change? I think there is. But I think it's more so like thank god i found my group of friends and who i'm still friends with till this day but i did feel that there was a barrier at times of connecting with people and i was scared of being rejected if i if i had certain beliefs or right. if i said things in a certain way or if i didn't want to do something there's i think but i just think that comes with the age as well yeah. like mm. you're trying to figure out your boundaries mm. you're trying to figure out who you are or what how you want to be um, perceived and so yeah. i don't know if that's just to, even to do with like christianity per se yeah. i think it's just to that's do what with, i was yeah. gonna say like yeah. a lot of the things we had was just us like changing mm. and like becoming the person that we are right but i feel like also adding religion on top of that added an extra layer that other people don't have to deal with mm. Mm. Growing up, mm. did you ever feel like you were stifled or even air quotations brainwashed because you were always having to go to church because of your parents? He wants to go first. <laughs> I think we have to break down stifled. Stifled in what sense, isn't it? So you feel like you couldn't really express who you really well, say the things you wanted mm. because you know there would be like a reaction from your parents. Luckily for me, my mums and my dad have always been ones to allow for expression however it would be tempered with the bible yes yeah 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 so it would be okay you believe this or you, you feel say this. that you feel this but what does the bible say this and how could we apply this to our lives yeah, and, yeah. which i don't think is a bad thing but i understand the frustration i think there's because yeah there's, there's a limit there's time for, time it, for yeah. it and i think you sometimes you just need to hear your child out mm. and don't mention anything to do with it and there are times I think sometimes they did do that and sometimes they didn't. Yeah. They? And there are even moments now, I remember saying to Ariella like the other day, I just want to feel, I just want to feel. Mm. And I don't mean in times of, because we feel all the times and everyone has emotions, but oftentimes we always say, like what I say as a Christian, like mm. your feelings shouldn't govern your life, shouldn't govern your life mm. in terms of your relationship with God where it should mm. and what you know to do as truth mm. that should precede that mm. rather than your feelings and there's a belief there'll yeah. come more joy that comes through that but then sometimes you do just want to feel and feel deeply and sometimes you want to and that's interesting reside though, in not, those feelings what do you mean by feel deeply though when i say emotions it'd be mm. good it could be good emotions from something that you don't feel like you should be having pleasure from mm. or it could be something uh, it could be like a bad feeling about someone. It could be like a feeling about someone romantically or just even platonically. Different things that you sometimes, as a Christian, you can temper yourself. But That's, then, sorry. No, this is, going have, mm -hmm. this is weird because literally a couple of weeks ago, I was having this kind of conversation with my mum. Mm -hmm. So I was really, really, really angry about something. Yeah, yeah. And I was talking to my mum about it. And she was like, yeah, but the Bible says that you should forgive. Mm. And I was like, I know I should forgive, yeah, yeah, but yeah. I just want to be angry first. Like, I'm mm. going to eventually forgive mm. and let go of the anger. But right now, like, I, I just want to sit angry. in yeah. my yeah. anger. Right, yeah. And she was like, no, the Bible says that you shouldn't. Yeah. So if that is like a similar thing yeah, to what exactly. you're talking about. And I get that. And I suppose what I'm going to say next will be what someone says. Yeah, but now you're using that to silence that. Yeah. And, to stifle. and yeah. what I would say, and I, and I think even in that feeling, I think the Christian faith would then be like, even though that feeling is very real to mm. you, it's not going to bring the ultimate joy and the ultimate life and the ultimate fulfillment. Okay. It may feel like that for that moment, mm. but once you're able to not go against your feelings, but like submit those feelings or not even take those away, but like submit those feelings to God. Yeah. 
and then choose to do what's right, you'll find ultimate fulfillment, ultimate joy, ultimate release, and actually ultimate feeling. I have an issue with yeah, that. Yeah, go, go for it. Because a conversation I have with my mom sometimes is mm. like, you'll only ever be truly happy when you're properly a Christian. And I was, I always combat that and say, Yeah, I don't well, believe that either. So many people are, mm. one, happy outside of God. Okay, maybe, like, obviously, I don't know everyone's life, mm. so I can't say whether someone's yeah, truly yeah. happy or not, but they seem it. Mm. And two, if you can only ever find true happiness in God, why do I see so many Christians that are miserable? Because it's not a lie. But no, no, I think that's, I think that's, I think, I think we have to remember human beings are miserable. I think a lot of human beings are miserable. What I would say is, I don't think you're going to always be happy as a Christian. I do not believe that. And I think that's a lie that needs to be like completely torn down. I think you can find fulfillment. I think you can find underlying joy that is as a theme that runs through your life. Not always happiness, but fulfillment and wholeness. But I don't believe in continual happiness yeah. and like the bible does tell us that we will not be happy all the time i mean like she said joy specifically joy yeah because like for goodness sakes most of the apostles were killed they were martyred <laughs> like it's like when christians are passes like and god's gonna fill your basket so right. jesus is in your boat <laughs> jesus is in your boat <laughs> <laughs> and you're always and you're gonna be rich and be like no christianity is not about that Didn't. it doesn't profit it doesn't promise you happiness and doesn't promise you easiness it has never promised that it's just promised you fulfillment and and, of, and and a fulfilling of that of the human void or yeah well relationship with god ultimately yeah and it's human, void. human and so i don't believe that we will always be happy and i would never tell my child yeah christianity means you're gonna be happy like it does not mean that it doesn't yeah. mean you're always gonna be happy but it means that you though you will have a relationship which i believe which i believe is the ultimate thing and, and contentment the contentment say. yeah um and then there's this whole thing of being content in everything so even through the rough time even through the hard times even through when you're feeling but a bit rubbishy is that possible to be content I when do you're think, feeling crappy i do feel like it's really possible. I feel, the thing is which people will not this is the issue it's just if you believe in god that's the only thing it's, it's a spiritual thing it's not something that could be um and that that can only be revealed by for those who here's another church go again by the holy spirit that <laughs> yeah. you can only bring true contentment or true through issues through trials yeah. through feeling really upset and really depressed and that's why i even think that within churches and within homes depression needs to be acknowledged like yeah people are going through stuff and you can't i suppose like if you become a christian you won't feel that i do not believe that but i do believe that there'll be a time when you'll feel that those things can be dealt with and he will take you through it so i guess it's yeah. the feeling of hopelessness is what yeah because away. it's a human condition yeah and and there's and that's why there's tons and tons of scriptures that talk about how god is your contentment or about how god is going to be fulfillment or that he is um he'll give you um gladness and mm. he'll take off that um what's that what is that scripture it's leaving my mind but like that the cloak of heaviness for the garment of pain i'm mixing up you so many scriptures they're gonna come Christians to your comments like you're so much in your bible. bible i'm not reading my bible but you know what i mean there's so much thing i so i think there needs to be a balance even in that and that's what i think the problem is a lot of families do not acknowledge where that child is mm. they just brush over they're rushing and i think that it's slightly out of fear oh no 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 don't stray too far jesus is and you're yeah. like no but i acknowledge me acknowledge how i'm feeling acknowledge that these emotions are real that's a question i'm asking sorry do you think then a lot of christian homes and parents operate out of fear 
rather than just Daniel love and discussion fear for the of what? fear of their children fear leaving the world and worldliness is going to get fair that they start <laughs> thinking and eventually leave because mm. I feel that that leaves them weak even and yeah. I think you do more mm. of a disservice I don't know maybe religion. for me because I experienced the opposite is different mm. if you're pushing it too much okay but this is my personality mm. like, if you're pushing me to do something I'm not going to want to do it mm. so maybe it's just that but I do feel in general like if you're constantly pushing someone to do something that they're not really that interested in that eventually because you spent years and years and years pushing and pushing and pushing mm. the first chance they get they're gonna leave obviously with your kids it's like you don't really give your kids choices until mm. i think until they get to a certain it age depends what fam- home you come from yeah yeah <laughs> definitely but i think at a certain age you should allow your kids to make the choices because it's like if your kid feels like they don't have a choice, mm. when they get old enough, they're just going to cut regardless of what you say or what they feel. Do you know what I mean? Do you think that there should be an age where people, where you don't get a choice? A hundred percent. Okay. okay. Yeah. If I'm telling my five-year-old, let's go to church and they're telling me no, I'll be like, get we, your skin in the There world. are a lot of people. <laughs> we're saying that. And I know we all like have this belief, but there are a lot of people who disagree with that. And they think why, which I find is silly. At the yeah, same because, time, but I'm gonna, let me just yeah, go into yeah, yeah. it. They think, why are you forcing religion down your child's throat? Mm. Why can't they discover it for themselves? They but, should just learn to love people, respect people, just like the the, the general tenets of mm. just humanity, mm-hmm. whatever that but is. But how would your kid discover something if they're not experiencing Didn't it? it? Yeah, exactly. exactly yeah. So I would argue you are always teaching your child something, something yeah just with you have and a labeled world view, it as such yeah. and a yeah. world view however a lot of christian homes they're labeling it and they mm. want their child because ultimately they believe it's truth yeah. right yeah how has religion affected your relationship with your parents or do you think it has affected your relationship with your parents in any way i think there's been times when it feels strenuous really on odd moments when like you said you just want to be in your feelings and you just want to feel how you feel and believe what you believe and believe what you believe and then they're like yeah but remember what pastor this said or remember what the bible said like i don't want to hear that like i don't want to hear what you have to tell say at the moment i just want to feel how i feel but it's never been a huge issue like i've always i've never felt disconnected from my parents because of religion yeah no because i i know Obviously, we're twins, so we have the same parents. But I've always felt as though, in some respects, it's always brought us closer because I remember when we were younger, mm. she'd read the Bible with us, and that's mm. the last thing we'd do in the evenings, and we'd pray, and we'd just talk. Mm. Or, like, or at dinner, we'd have discussions just about the world mm. and mm. views and religion. And just, uh, if anything, it's always been good because I felt like there was always a time to discuss, there's always a time to think. So either my parents are master brainwashers where they made me think they were all my ideas, well... <laughs> Or there was genuine time to... And even when I had issues and things where I felt didn't align with Christian views or Christian values, and Mm. I went to my mom especially and said, I'm going to do this. Mm. And she said, Leah, but... But she's never been like, you cannot do this because the religion says this. I've always said, I understand how you're feeling, but if we're going to live as a Christian, Mm. this would be the best advice. Mm. But she would never force anything on me and then she would just leave me with my own view. Oftentimes, I do come back and think, and so I feel that's a healthy way of doing it. At the same time... Are there times where you where she sh- where it's okay for a parent to be dogmatic? I'm gonna be a bit controversial and say, yeah, I think mm. it's okay for parents to be a bit dogmatic about issues that they genuinely believe in and that they genuinely believe is for the betterment of their child. Uh, 
times but i don't think that's always good i don't think oftentimes i don't think that's good for a child because you never allow them to grow to learn and discover things for themselves in a weird way though i don't think it's solely to do with just mum or the way we think we are no because at the same time lizzie's mum is like my second mum slightly her mum is got a different approach yeah and sometimes a bit more hardcore and a bit more straight to the point Mm. a bit more okay so it's a lot more but sometimes I've needed that yeah, as well. Yeah, 100%. And so there's been a balance of the both of someone who's been like sometimes really like, okay, here's what you think. And then sometimes be like, no, but this is what it is. And this is the truth. And and, and you sometimes need that sometimes mm. when you're feeling shaky. That's not to or, say our mum hasn't been like that. No, no. But I'm saying I wouldn't say that solely because of mum. No, we've right. we balanced and we're able to understand the two. I think it's because we've had two types of Thanks. opinions or waves of dealing with things. Mm. It's mostly early. So you feel like it has helped your relationship with yes. your parents? Yeah, or, yeah. What about you, Liz? At first, like you said, so when I was younger, like we'd read the Bible together or like go to church together. So I was like hanging out with my parents a lot and like that brought us closer together. But then when mm-hmm. I got to a certain age where I started to like question things and I wasn't really as involved mm. in religion as my parents was, it definitely, definitely affected my relationship with my parents so like me and my mum used to be very close when I was younger I think when I started to go to college and actually like through uni we weren't as close because obviously in college I started to like figure out who I was Mm -hmm. and then like I started to like do stuff that she wasn't really like exactly (laughs) on board with and so that obviously did affect our relationship and like <laughs> this is a funny story when I was I think it was my 17th birthday mm. and I wanted to go out with my friends and my mom made your sister and her husband come with us oh yeah oh <laughs> actually, no. we, I yeah, look back at my gender that, that, that was ridiculous so stuff like that that made me actually angry towards my parents because mm. it's like at what point are you gonna start just trusting me one mm. to make the right decisions and mm. two just letting me do what I want because mm. I honestly think there's a point where you can only tell someone something. Yes. Like you just have you to let them exper- it. exactly. Yeah. You just have to let them if you know it's gonna go wrong and you keep telling them they're not listen, just let them do yeah. it and they find out for themselves. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. So I think I don't know if it was just religion, but there was mm. a definitely an aspect of my mum trying to shelter me. Mm. And that definitely backfired because in uni I just went wild. <laughs> like I went wild. So you're gonna be like Elizabeth, like where's Elizabeth? Is Elizabeth alive? <laughs> Where is Elizabeth? Is she doing? Do I know this girl? Oh my gosh. Yeah. So I think definitely religion affected my relationship with my parents because my parents were super strict. Do you feel like there's aspects of your mum that you would have de- that you needed at the moment, but if it was only tempered by someone else, he was less like that? Maybe, mm. but because my both my parents are quite extreme. The thing is, because like me and my dad would never really talk about the things I did, mm. so I'd only really hear his opinion through Same my mom. mom. Yeah, yeah. So it was never actually tempered. I just knew both of them felt the same exact ways about the things I was doing, and I was mm. like, I don't particularly care because mm. you've kept me in this bubble for mm. eighteen years. Mm. and now i'm out of this bubble Mm. where you can't see what i'm doing Mm. you don't know what i'm doing there's Mm. no way that i'm not going to do what i want like you telling me not to do something on the phone is not going to stop me from doing Mm. it so yeah in that way it definitely wasn't good because i just went from one extreme to the next right so yeah all right so did you ever feel like you needed a form of religious or spiritual escapism i think there's moments where i want what like escapism from religion yeah I think there were moments when I wanted to. Mm. Um, I th- I can remember. I think in twenty fifteen. 
Like my faith took a shake, like it just was very shaky. And I felt like I wanted out. I knew what I believed, but I wanted out because I just felt frustrated with just life. Okay. And I tried, but I couldn't. Why? If that may, because I, it just, I, it didn't feel right. Like I knew I was betraying what I actually believed. And I know some people listening, they would say, are you sure that, that that's, they would say that's the insidious nature of religion. Yeah, well, you feel you like feel you're trapped guilt. and no. you can't leave. No, but I didn't feel happy in it. group think that you feel like you cannot leave. Like, I just, I'm, it so, wasn't I'm saying, me. can you like go so into much, that? It was so much truth and what I believed and like, I genuinely loved God. The truth was attacking you. Yeah, it was like, I can't, act, like, I'm not having fun. Like, I feel like, I feel a distance. I feel disconnected and I don't like this feeling. And so I was like, well, I'm going to have to, li- I literally just go back and just pray about it. So which what, is, how did that change for you? Oh, I really want to stay away and say something like God. <laughs> so I'm saying like, God, God, God did it for me. But like, I genuinely, was, I can't really blame on anything else. I think obviously I could support this system. Like whenever me and Leah are going through like spiritual crisis, we always speak it out. We're like, okay, I feel like this. I feel like, okay, but Leah. And she'll give me a little pep talk. I'll have a look. And when Leah's going through a little moment, I'll give her a pep talk. But. I think it's normal for people wanting and if you're feeling stress, there's always going to be a need for escapism and it's not necessarily religion. It can be like from your home life. It can be from your country. It could, but I feel like I've gone through moments of that, but it just never sits right. I don't feel complete. You don't feel like it's been the better option or when I you don't have think done that, uh, yeah. it hasn't felt. I'm just like, well, why am I doing this? Any more liberated than... But do you think maybe that could be because that's all you really known? So when you've come away from it, a part of you feels like it's missing. It could be that, but then I also feel like I'm it's not I'm not at a stage now where I haven't been exposed to anything. Yeah, well, I haven't read hundreds of books. So I haven't looked at so many debates where it's not like I've just have Christian friends, actually majority of my friends aren't Christians or aren't religious or like majority of my friends aren't. So it's not like I haven't been exposed to certain ideas different lifestyles different ways of thinking so i'd like um, to think we're quite we read a lot we like, question yeah a lot. Um, it's different types of questioning so i know it's not that because if i it's not like there's a lack of understanding or uh, a lack of just no, knowing of stuff it's just that it's not me i think the main t- issues i think have come when it's like people who know you assume certain things about you which has made me feel like oh maybe i should present myself differently so Maybe people feel like you're more palatable. So I'm more palatable, or like people would like me more, or people would see me not as immature and if my family's covering. I still sometimes I feel like that, and but then after I'm like, well, stuff that if they don't know me, they don't know me. I find that funny <laughs> when people would be like, if you're like at a bar or something, I remember being 18. Because people think, or oh, like, just homes are really restricted. Like, and I'm like, does your pastor know? Like, does your parent know? I'm like, where do you think, what do you think we do? do like, yeah. They're like, not in a bubble. Yeah. Like, I don't understand. I before, and that's what that I find frustrating. I always assume when you say you've been brought up in a Christian household that you're like some sort of Amish person. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, yeah, from that, it's like really frustrating. Or they'll like, they'll be like, "Are you allowed to date?" Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, but I'm twenty (laughs) four. Like, this hasn't been an option. Like, this hasn't been like a thing Mm. in my life. Mm. Um, but I also do think that's because there are a lot of people from religious homes where I like that. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. And so still under their families covering, they're still under people are up in their lives, if you want to call it. Yeah, and so there's a part of me that wants to escape that at times. Do you feel like people are in your life? No, escape that type of stigma or thing. And so you feel like I need to... Yeah, and so maybe I feel like I'll I'll do this. 
so that they won't think that. And I'm like, but why? Like, if it's you and you know who you are, and you then just like cares what pe- people let think. people have their assumptions. Let people think that they want to think, mm. but just do you. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So like, it's not like I, I don't. And maybe that's just a slight insecurity I've had that probably still needs to be dealt with i think that's been only the only issue i have i have as a 24 year old woman okay and what i've wanted to escape people's ideas of me rather than that people always have ideas of other people so yeah what about you leo i've never felt like i need to escape my belief my religious beliefs Mm. um sometimes i felt like i've needed to escape the community that hold the belief okay yeah that's a really good one yeah. so sometimes i've had moments where i don't want to be around these people because the community sometimes creates its own culture which is it creates its own culture yeah. and i love the people in my community mm. but sometimes it's like you're just you're breathing the same air all the time and <laughs> yeah. you just want like fresher <laughs> yeah does that make sense so i love them and i feel like they buffet me in my life and they support me mm. and um, you mean they buffer you against certain things? Yeah, buffer yeah. me against, sorry, yeah. certain things in my life and mm-hmm. they support me. But then at the same time, there are elements where just like, I would like to know myself outside of that realm. Do you not think you are doing that or do you feel like you still need to do that? I think I am, but I still feel like I need to do that. But I think that's not even necessarily to religion. I think mm-hmm. that's young people on a whole. Mm-hmm. They always need to know themselves outside of a fam- outside of a familiar mm. environment yes okay. and so i f- i still feel like i need that moment mm. um and see because you can hold certain beliefs mm. and they really can be true to you and mm. their truth mm. and i believe it yeah but then how much can they grow or how much do they dwindle mm. outside of the community that you're in really to really show actually how and much it really you shows you how much you actually believe, believe in it mm. and how much is intrinsic to you as a person yes so I like I would like that experience to be outside of that that mm. community. So mm. no, I've never felt the need to to escape my my beliefs because I believe in God. I love mm. God mm. or Jesus because God is a very abstract mm. form right mm. now. Everyone says that. So you believe in Jesus Christ? Yeah, but sometimes I like okay, but I still want to have my as I sometimes say to my friends or people I know my Leah moment. Just me outside of that. Um, what about you? Um, well, I mean, <laughs> well, <laughs> well, I'm in it right now so explain like what you're in so i'm in a phase a moment which has been almost a good 10 years (laughs) oh my gosh me just i guess for Mm. me as leah said it was like when i went to college i Mm. wanted to figure out who i was outside of christianity and then it just turned into this whole massive phase that i'm in now but yeah so it's like because my parents were pastors it mm. was like they were very like ah god 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 <laughs> and so that's all i knew like yeah. god was in every aspect of my life at all times mm. and it just felt so overwhelming so as soon as i got to college i was like okay i'm not at school where mm. they are i'm not at church where they are i'm not at home where they are mm. this is like where i can finally figure out who i am yeah but i guess at first it wasn't me thinking i want to figure out who i was mm. it was just like oh my gosh freedom yeah. so that first part of it was me pretending to be who i wasn't okay okay but now it's me figuring out who i am mm. and i feel like maybe i don't know maybe this will do me good in the sense that i'll figure out who i am and then i'll come back to god and i can merge the two together rather than one dependent on the other do you not feel like you so you feel like in a way christianity kind of hid your identity a little because you're saying you're finding out who you are i wouldn't say 
actually, yeah, I would say partially hid mm. because I felt like there were things that I couldn't do mm. because I knew that my parents wouldn't rather react than you would well to yeah. it. Religion or your parents? I think it was both, yeah. or maybe it was my parents' interpretation of religion. Okay. If you know what I mean. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Because obviously there were some Christian parents that if their kid just wants to go out and do what they want, they're not going to stop them. Mm. But for my parents, they're very much like firm believers in following the Bible to the T. Mm. So it was, I knew I couldn't do certain things and tell them because it would just cause a whole massive issue. Mm. And I just couldn't be bothered for that. So mm. I was either, when I was before college, I was doing stuff and hiding it. Mm. or And then when I went to college, I was just like- <laughs> No one's here. Yeah, no. literally no one's here. So mm. I'm going to do whatever. So I think, yeah, my form of escapism started then. And then, yeah, it's carried on to- I wouldn't even say it's escapism to be fair because mm. I still go to church, mm. but it's not like you're not actively seeking God. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Okay. Okay. But it's like I know I'm gonna come back, so this is just a time for me to like figure out who I am. Just don't take too outside, long. Outside, yeah. <laughs> outside of. <laughs> but really, you, I know something on your mind when Elizabeth said um, she would merge her identity. And then Christianity, and then I know you were thinking, but ultimately it shouldn't be a merge. It should just be a no, no. I I wasn't. I I know what you're gonna say that <laughs> what? You, that you find your identity in Christ. Yeah, okay, yeah, but wait, because yeah, I, I understand how I understand how problematic that sounds in itself, which I do believe. But I think everyone, God's gives everyone their own identity. Like God's made everyone unique. Mm. So if she needs to find who that is. Cool. My only thing of what I say to this, which for those who are not religious, people will be like, yo, you are really fundamental, is that <laughs> your identity, the best of your identity will be found in him. That's fair enough. Like you will bring it out more. Like Okay, that's fair enough. Yeah. But there's still more to find. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. And I get but, that. And I yeah. feel like I would never have gotten to the place where mm. I am now and like being confident in who I am mm. and like loving Actually, myself. Actually, no, I, I agree with that. that yeah. I wouldn't have found that if I was still the way I was 10 years ago. you wanted. Exactly. Mm. Yeah. Especially because me, like my personality, like if someone's constantly telling me to do something, I'm mm. not going to do it. Yeah. Just because you're constantly telling me to do it. Mm. So in that aspect, this was something I had to find for myself yeah. rather than my parents like constantly being like, you have to go to church. You have to go. Mm. So, yeah. Because I can definitely say that, like just from my observation, you come into yourself a lot more yeah. Then say like in the last just a lot in the more last like three years, man. Three, like five years yeah. compared to like when you were younger. Yeah. Mm. Like we've already talked about issues of self hate and just like confident, yeah. like knowing your own mm. voice. Like definitely. But yeah, I do I do feel like it was partly because I felt like I was being stifled. Like I could never really properly be who I wanted to be because I felt like there would be some sort of adverse reaction from my parents. And maybe it's just my teenage brain. Actually, then I agree with you things then. worse than they are, but Mm. I don't know I take back but I don't take back at the same time in that I think if a lot of kids are brought up in Christian households and they've never understood it from themselves and it's never truth to them there is no point in living in that because you're denying actually who you are at that moment mm. and so it's not your identity it's someone else's your parents identity yeah. or taking on the church's identity it's people around you yeah. so I think for those who don't believe you don't believe and you need to figure it out or for those who do believe but they don't want it you have to figure it out how has your relationship now with religion changed? I definitely cling to it more so now. Mm. There was a time when I was like 15, 16, I was like radical. I was like one of those Christians like telling everyone about Jesus. I was saying to one of my friends the other day, I was saying, it's like, you know, and you have those vampires and like in, in Twilight and the baby vampires, like they want to suck 
blood. I love how he's in vampires. It's a comparison to Christians. And I guess it was it, but I can definitely see an evolution. I wouldn't say I'm less, I'm more pessimistic about the world. I would say I'm more pragmatic. Mm. And I don't know if that's a good thing. I've, I've, I've definitely found myself becoming more thoughtful in terms of religion and mm my identity with that and I feel like in the next next year my opinion will change again but I think it's also my religion not not that my relationships change with religion it's just my relationship with myself mm. is changing yeah and so with religion it will change also I don't know if it's felt like in the last three years I've gone through a like an not an evolution and I don't even know if it's a self-discovery I know I'm not making I'm, I'm kind of going on mm. but with my life changing or just the way I think changing or different mm. ideas I have now or just things that run through my heart, mm. head my my relationship with religion will also change and I'm not saying that's a good thing or a bad thing mm. but then the headspace I'm in like at this present moment my relationship with religion I cling to it However, I haven't delved into it as much as I would want to. Delved into religion? Not religion. Or Christianity? Christi- not even Christianity, like my relationship with Jesus Christ as I would want to, if that makes sense. Okay, okay. So it's a weird one, but I feel like that's just people in general when mm. they're changing and they're growing. And mm. What about you, Liz? It's weird. It's like, I feel like I've almost completed my full circle mm. because at first I was like really into it. And then there was a time where I wasn't into it at all. And then now it's like, obviously, like I've always believed in God, mm. but my desire to want to know God was definitely not there. I suppose there's an added pressure just because people are expecting something. Exactly. Because your parents are exactly. always want to ask this. When people make assumptions about you, even in you not being a Christian, like, you're good on you, girl, like finding yourself and blah, 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 because I know people have said that mm. to you. How do you feel when people say that, especially the fact that they know your pastor's daughter and it's kind of like, like, how do you feel when people say that? I guess because their view of religion is that it's like a crutch or like it's not, like they don't have good views of religion because I guess I still believe in God. It's like, it does, it never sits well with me. Mm. So I, I, not that I get annoyed, but I'm always just a bit like, you don't know, you don't know me. <laughs> yeah, literally. Like I'm just like, eh, it's like, complicated. Don't ask me. <laughs> but I think I get more so annoyed when people just assume that I'm just this super on fire Christian mm. because my parents are pastors. Like you yeah. don't know me. Mm-hmm. You don't know what I've been through. Like, don't make assumptions about me yeah yeah I, I don't know it's it's weird I just think as I really said people are always going to make assumptions and so I guess because before I'd, I'd get so worked up by people's opinions and now it's just I don't really care what people have to say about me mm. I'm just going to do my thing regardless so it mm. doesn't really affect me but before like I'd get I'd get quite worked up the thing is, is like, I know that I want a relationship with God eventually and I want to bring my kids up under Christianity. But I feel like <laughs> with the lifestyle I'm living now, like it just doesn't sit right with me. There's no point of me like rededicating my life to God mm. and then still doing what I'm doing. For me, I just feel like that's a massive mockery of mm. Christianity. So I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I'm just going to wait until I'm done doing what mm. I want to do. Yeah, yeah. And then like, I know it's, it's problematic yeah, saying but you'll that, be, but at, I'm almost at the point where I'm ready but not quite. Cool, I understand. And I wanted to add to that. Yeah, I wanted to say something to her, like, when you do decide to do that, or when God decides to do that to you, whatever way we look at it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, listen to that. Don't feel pressure. 
Yeah. Like, because I feel like a part of it is wrapped up in like, yeah, in Crime Over, like people thinking you're going to do this and you're yeah, going to no, be perfect. 100%. And you're going to have, and you because like, yeah. But you know that, I mean, like, don't feel pressure no. to like be that Christian or yeah. be your pastors but because it's, ultimately it's you and you have to take it at yeah. your pace. And but it's like, I do remember saying to mum a few months ago, it's like, mm. when I come back to God, I don't want to go to your church because mm. I don't want people watching what I'm doing. I just don't want everyone's like beady eyes like yeah. on me. Like I, I just hate or preaching hate at you that. all the time. Yeah. yeah. Um, like Leah said, I, I hold to it more. I think it's interesting that you say cling and I say hold. Mm. I think cling is more like you feel there's a pull, a tug away from mm. it, but you feel like you want to hold on. Where I feel like it's more like there's more, there's something pushing more against you, but you need to no pull, pulling, pulling you. you back, yeah. But you need to I hold think I'm holding more. on to it, but I want to like, to clasp it more. Okay. Um. I have sorry yeah go for it but I feel like I don't know I have a bit of an issue with the word cling and grasp and hold Mm. because as some people say it's like do you not then feel like religion is your crutch but I know I don't think there's anything wrong with that you know I think everyone has everything as their crutch it's not even a clasp in a way of like (gasps) um you need it no, because I do need, I feel like I, I want it though. I want it, but I want the fulfillment of that right. in my life. And I don't mean like just religion as like this institution. I want, because when I say religion, I don't just mean certain rituals. I mean, you mean God in his fullness, in his glory, in his beauty and everything that he is. I want more of it. I want it to come in. I want it to be in me and I want it to be seen in me. Yeah. So that's what I mean when I say I'm holding on to it more. Not um, religion, like, and religion is such a, a I feel like a, I know, but this word that people clinical like, word. I know, but people understand that word yeah. more. Yeah, not to say that there, I do not doubt, and there is not times where I feel really frustrated within the culture of religion. But I love Christianity, not necessarily the culture it creates. At times, you love Christ, but, and I love Christ, and so religion, as the world knows it, I do not like. Uh, yeah, I don't feel an affinity towards it, but Christianity in itself, I have a deep, I have a deep. There's a deep joy that comes with that. So you would say you you hold it and and I'd say I cling. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, very last question. Cool, go for it. Is there anything you would have wanted to change in respect to Christianity and your parents? Nothing I want to change about Christianity. (laughs) I know, I know, I know. I I wish I I had, I think I wish I was more... And I, it's not really a bad thing, like more equipped. Really? Like, in that, I wish I knew how to defend my faith more. Apologetics. Because you can have something, uh, yeah, apologetics. Well, yeah. So Hashtag I think you Rabbi can Zacharias. have Rabbi, great guy who's just passed away. People go check him out if you're not religious, Rabbi Zacharias. But not in that, because you can have something as truth, but I find like it's always annoying when you meet Christians and they just cannot defend their faith. And then it makes it seem like, no, you've been brainwashed. Mm. And it's rather like, no, there is actually precepts and things you have to break down and things that you can systematically study and look at. And so that's not a major thing, but I wish I read those things when I was younger and maybe read more outside of just certain things like that your parents gave you or just to, to add to enrich certain belief systems and theological ideas but I, I there's not a huge thing i'd like i would change okay yeah what about you leo no i was trying to think i wouldn't change most things um i wouldn't ch- yeah i wouldn't change most things about religion and how it's been an anchor in my life no <laughs> i'm trying to think like yeah i felt like I never felt like I was done a disservice, like it was a disservice done to me. Mm. Um, for me, I think, like, I don't regret being brought up in a Christian household. Mm. I just think the one thing that I would change is how strict my parents were. Mm-hmm. I think they should have given me more freedom to explore and to even just make my own mistakes because 
honestly, that's what I needed to just make my own mistakes. Mm. And I think if that happened, I would have been a lot less wild at uni, <laughs> to be honest. Um, so yeah, just more freedom to explore. I think that's definitely one thing I'm going to do with my kids. Is like, I'm going to bring them up in a Christian household, of course, but definitely just give them more freedom to explore themselves. And if they don't want to listen, go make your mistakes. That's your business. Obviously, within reason. <laughs> yeah. Are you within- so zero, Elizabeth? <laughs> within no. reason, obviously. Mm, yeah. But yeah, I think, honestly, I think a massive part of learning like who you are and stuff is just to make your own mistakes so that's what i'm going to be doing to my kids brilliant cool yeah is that it yeah that's very long done out here guys we are done thanks for listening guys thank you guys get back to us in the comments we love the feedback last week like if you are non-religious if you are uh, atheist if you're agnostic if you're muslim any other religion any other religion whatever that's another discussion (laughs) all right yeah so if any from any other religion get back to us you're atheist but yeah we want to hear what your thoughts are yeah yeah Cool. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye, bye. Gobbledygook. <laughs> <laughs>